0: Well good morning everybody. Good morning. morning. Well welcome uh, back for week two of summer 2.0. Can I get a whoop whoop? whoop, whoop. There we go, alright. Last week we discussed uh, rest. So hopefully some of you have already, uh, taken some time back from your normal, uh, summers or, uh, pre-summer schedule and started implementing these things. Hopefully everybody looks a little bit more rested. I'm not starting today with any, uh, tropical beaches or anything, but if you look on YouTube, you can find those things. They're very restful. Play it in the background as you're working, that sort of thing. But, um, as we think about the summer, and that's what we're talking about in this, uh, this series, uh, we, Think about a lot of different things. Uh, rest is obviously one of the top of mind usually, uh, but it's not the only thing that I'm usually looking forward to. Uh, one thing that I'm really always looking forward to is just taking some time off, just to unplug uh, from the work that I normally do. Uh, for me, I need a break from just the same old thing. Um, I wake up. I go to work. I work hard. I come home. I usually have some work to do at home as well. I go to sleep. And over and over and over, I joke with my wife and say, a lot of times I go to sleep on Sunday and I wake up and it's Thursday. That's normal experience for me. And I love my friends. I have a great relationship with my wife. I love the work that we do here at the church. But sometimes I just need a break from the cycle, and sometimes my week just kind of feels like, like this. All right. Hopefully that didn't gross anybody out. Non-hamster people. Who here actually has hamsters? Nobody's going to claim that they have hamsters. Okay, we've all had hamsters. Maybe I've had hamsters at least once in my life. Uh, but this is this is like a normal thing. If uh, if you've ever had hamsters, uh, you know that feeling of getting a hamster and you're like, this is going to be great. And then that first night here in the squeak, 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 sounding, realizing, oh no, now I own a hamster. Um, that was my experience as a child. Um, uh, but sometimes we can be like this and in that that last one where the guy 's just hanging on for dear life um, that 's usually the way most of us live from May till whenever our vacation is. We just kind of spin and kind of get things going but, um, but uh, we, we go we, we look at our summer and we think, man, this is going to be an opportunity to jump off the wheel to get off the wheel. But the question we 're going to kind of look at this morning is um, what happens when we get done with vacation? A lot of people just hop back into the wheel, and uh, I don't want to depress you. This series is to be uplifting and exciting uh, to get you ready for the summer, so uh, there is hope. God has um, certainly more uh, that he wants from our life than just kind of cranking through these daily responsibilities and not taking a step back to really consider things. So in this series, we're looking at how uh, we can use this summertime, this slower season, uh, to, to take advantage of some opportunities that God gives us. So last week, we were talking about what the Bible says about rest, and really not just rest, but like really getting the deeper rest that God created uh, for us to find in him. So if you weren't here last week, you can find it online. It's always available for you. Next week, we're going to be looking at um, how we can use this summertime to really enjoy some time with others. It's a great uh, opportunity that we have when we slow down a little bit, is that we can actually connect with people. This week, we are going to be talking about um, how we can take some time off uh, to step back and gain perspective. And um, as I was thinking about this, I, there was a story uh, in the Old Testament. It's actually weird. The first time I ever spoke at a church, I spoke on this, but um, we're coming full circle. Here we go. Uh, but in the Old Testament, uh, there is a book called Haggai. It's a very short one, two chapters. So if you're looking for a quick read, um, you know, it's a, it's a good one to read. But um, it tells us about God's people going through a time in their life where they were just doing the normal thing, kind of like our normal our lives. But over and over and over, uh, they were working so hard and, uh, they weren't producing anything. And they really couldn't see why this was. And, um, anyway, kind of like the hamsters, they just went round and round and round. So we're going to be looking at this morning, um, Haggai chapter one, verse five through seven. It says, Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. Uh, you eat but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in purses with holes in it. This is what the Lord almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. So uh, that's a lot of depressing stuff. And um, some of you, uh, you think, think over your life, you might think, man, I've experienced some of those things. You work hard and there's no return for what you work, for the work you're doing. You're like, I'm working so hard. I'm working harder than I've ever worked. I'm working smarter than I ever worked. And there's no return for your labor. You eat and drink and there's never enough. Uh, even the clothes that you have aren't keeping you warm. I actually felt that way when I was walking up today just because it's kind of cold today. Um, it's like the bank accounts of these people actually had a hole in it. And all the times that they thought that they were producing, it was just kind of going nowhere. Anybody ever felt like that one? Uh, what was going on here? God gave them a clue when he asked them to give careful thoughts to their ways. God is good. God loves us. And when we really seek out him, he helps us see these things that sometimes we just keep banging our head up against and we can't see. In this situation, uh, God asks these people uh, to do really one thing. And you can read the whole story. It'll tell you a little bit more about it. But it basically Uh, they had a temple that was built to God, and it was destroyed, and it needed to be rebuilt, and at this time in history, that is exactly what God had told them to do. But, uh, they kept just going on as though their life was, uh, you know, it was just a normal day. They built houses for themselves, they worked, they did all their normal things, and they kept saying the same thing. It says, Uh, the time has not come to rebuild the Lord's house. So they had already kind of gotten into a pattern where they were just doing the same old, same old, same old. And it just wasn't time. You know, maybe there'll be a time where we rebuild his house, but it's not yet. They kept experiencing the same trouble. And you know how, how frustrating that must've been that they were working hard. They were doing all these things to get their lives, the best life that they could have. And they, they just weren't making any progress. And God comes in and he says, give careful thought to your ways. They were not taking God into account. And so they kept hitting a wall. And um in God's graces, again, he was telling them to take careful thought to your days. Uh, and I think that's honestly what he's going to tell us uh, to look at, um, or it's something that we should be looking at as we look at our summer. So this is another image that I have in my head again going with our like summer theme. Most of my childhood, this is where I spent a lot of my summers. We had the one week a year we went to the beach, but honestly our camp, our family was a camping family. And uh life can sometimes be like a trail. Especially if you're into hiking, life is like a trail. Um the trail of life gets long and uh it's full of turns and all that sort of thing. There's a little bit of repetitiveness. Oh, there's a tree. Oh, there's another tree. Oh, I haven't seen one of those in a while. There's another tree. And you never sometimes know uh, how close you're getting uh, to the end of the trail. And so you just have to keep plugging along. And uh, there's some real uh challenges that you might come across as you're going down the trail. Everything looks the same, but sometimes trouble pops up. Um, I remember the first time I was hiking in California, I came across a bear. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I had a small little knife on my keychain, so I pulled that out as though that was going to help with anything. Uh, luckily, the bear went away, but... That was good. But uh, if danger comes up, um, I can't really see it till it's on me, till it's there. That's a challenge of uh, life on the trail is that uh, you can only see so far in front of you. Now, there might be some exceptions on certain trails, uh, but sometimes we have big things that come into our path. Sometimes we might trip over a log. I'm definitely a very clumsy person, so I trip from time to time on the trail on logs. Um, uh, we could talk about that later. But like we see in um, Haggai chapter one, um, it gives you a, cons- a cons- uh, it tells you something that you can consider that might make life on the trail easier. And it's to consider your ways, to consider the path that you're on. Unfortunately, uh, when we're on the trail, we don't really have a lot of opportunity to see beyond what's right in front of us. So we need uh, to see farther. So there is something that's out in nature that you may have seen before that would help kind of give a little bit, uh, a little bit more of an angle for this. And it's a fire tower. So maybe you've seen one of these. I think this is now like an Airbnb. They've turned all these fire towers into hipster things. But, um, <laughs> the fire tower gives you an opportunity to get above the trail and look farther. This one actually looks awesome. I think we found this was in Oregon. Uh, this next slide is kind of what I grew up with, the kind of old dilapidated fire tower. We had tons of these uh, where I went to college in North Louisiana. And it just made it, it was a, a man-made structure so that you could just see forever. And uh, one time when I was visiting Louisiana Tech, that's where I went to college, um, we don't, I was just realizing we don't have a rivalry with USC, so everything's fine. Um, but my brother actually took me to the fire tower that's in town and he was like, Hey, do you want to climb a fire tower? And I was like, Sounds like a great idea, let's do that. Um, I have a lot of flaws and I have made a lot of mistakes in my life, but fear of heights has kept me out of a ton of trouble. Uh but I, I went against some of my better instincts and uh my brother and I climbed this tower and I got to about halfway and I was like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do anything, uh, I can't do anything. I can't go any farther. I actually to this day sometimes have, uh, nightmares of that experience just thinking about it. But the one thing that I do remember high, like vividly was that from the top of this fire tower, we could see everything. You know, like obviously you can't see like the other side of the world, but it was, it was like I could see for days. I could just see in every single direction. You know, you, you just, it just seemed like you could see everything. Um, from the trail, we don't really have the vantage point that you can get from the fire tower, but wouldn't it be helpful, uh, as if, if, as we are going through life, uh, we could leave this ground level and get to kind of that fire, uh, fire tower level and look at our life to see if there's any dangers. Like the whole purpose of the fire tower is so that if there's just like the littlest bit of smoke, they can jump on it and solve the problem. What if in your life you could take the step back and you could see all the different opportunities and um, and identify any trouble that's coming ahead or possibly opportunities that's ahead? With the summer almost here, and it is almost here. For some of you might be heading out of town next week, uh, you're thinking through summer. You're thinking about your plans. What if we took a second uh, to take a step back uh, to get a little bit more perspective on uh, the bigger picture of our life? To get out of that hamster wheel and really see what's going on in our life. And I think um, we need to take a step back uh, to gain perspective. So uh MiriamWebster.com no longer I used to say things like, Oh, the dictionary says, MiriamWebster.com says, uh the capacity uh that perspective is the capacity of uh to view things in its true relation and relative importance. So one reason that we need to take this uh, to get a, a better perspective and really get the bigger picture of things is uh, is that there's a lot of things coming at us all the time. And I have trouble sometimes figuring out what is just something that I feel like I need to do and what's something that's really important. So every once in a while, we need to take a step back and we need to gain some perspective so we can see what's important, what's coming up. And honestly, uh, this is what God um, has for us. He wants us to take these different seasons and use them in different ways. Sometimes you, you need to do like we talked about last week and just get some sleep. Sometimes you just need to take a season of rest, sometimes a slower season, sometimes just take it to God and allow God to refresh you. But sometimes we actually just need to downshift, take a step back and get a bigger picture of what exactly is going on here. What's going on in our life? And in fact, uh, in a second, we're going to talk about a few different things that will allow us to kind of take this fire, fire tower image of our life. Um, but why don't you do this real quick? Just as you're kind of taking notes, write down uh, what's on your mind. Normally, what's on the front of our mind right now is kind of what concerns us the most. So what's going on in our life? What's what's on your mind? Why don't you write a couple of those things down? And maybe some of these things that we'll be talking about today uh, you could just go ahead and apply directly uh directly to that area. So just think of think I'll give you a few seconds and you can write those down. Cool. Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's many things. You can finish your list after church, but there you go. But how can we broaden our perspectives? God actually gives us quite a few different ways, but I'm going to limit it down uh, to a few key uh, key verses of scripture uh, that kind of give some clarity over things. The first one is uh, that you can take it to God. So this might be what your summer scene looks like. You take it to God. Uh, you don't have to do it the like way this guy does it. Uh, but one of the uh, verses of scripture is um, Proverbs 19.21 and it says many are the plans in a, in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Um, the first time I ever heard this verse, it was the uh, summer of my sophomore year of college. And I remember it just dawning on me that um, I was that first guy. You know, many are the plans of a man's, uh, of a person's heart. I uh, I have a lot of plans for my life. Uh, but things weren't really happening the way I wanted them to happen. They weren't, you know, panning out the way they happened uh, or they, that I wanted them to happen. But what I found was that uh obviously the second part was very uh important to me was that uh the Lord's purposes prevailed. I was seeing over and over that the things that I wanted for my life weren't really panning out, but honestly God was getting his way. He was shaving me he was bringing me in different directions and um honestly, this was very helpful and um but it when we think about uh moving forward in our life, the things that we do every day, the normal things that we do. Uh, we often forget sometimes that we need to take a step back and, and take it to God and say, God, you know, I've been doing the same thing for so long. Am I being faithful here? Like, am I doing the right thing? Or is this just something that I'm doing mindlessly? Have I have I given up being creative and thinking about other things that maybe that you would have for me to do? Um, the other verse that just reminds me of who God really is and why I need to be taking uh, taking things to him is that um, Isaiah 55, eight through nine. And it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways, my ways declares the Lord as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. This has honestly been the experience that I've had over and over in my walk with God is that I'm just baffled at the fact that I usually feel like I have such a good plan for things, but God shows me other ways. He, uh, he challenges me and there's constantly, uh, bringing things to my mind that I need to work on. And all of a sudden I see a way that I didn't see before. And I, it's usually a way that, um, not only can he get the glory, but it's usually a way that, oh, I don't have to get all the attention. God can actually, um, use me to help other people. So maybe that they, um, they get the help that they need, but taking, uh, taking things to God and taking that very seriously, that, that. You're not as good as, uh, you think you are. That sometimes I need to take a step up in the fire tower and say, God, what is it that you see here? When you look at my life, what do you see? So what does this look like for your summer? Maybe it's to take, uh, take some things to God in prayer. Um, find out what the Bible says on a subject. Um, maybe, uh, maybe you've, you've dabbled in scripture, but you haven't really locked down what you believe about uh, a given area and you haven't really figured out what God says about it. Um, what I like to think of it is, is that over the years I've been building these little rafts in my mind in the different areas of my life. And um, the way I, I sometimes do it when I can't, uh, can't find a verse or I don't really know what the Bible says in an area, maybe I go to somebody that I know has a life that I look at and I go, man, they really walk with God and I've seen good things come out of their life. How did you do this? Where in scripture did you look to for your help? Maybe that's something that you can do with your summer. But taking time to find out God's ways and just to be honest with yourself um, and say that, you know, I don't I don't have all the answers here. I really need some help. That could be a great thing to get that higher vantage point. The other thing is to take, take it to others. And I think in a very spiritual way, sometimes um, taking things to God, I can go, well, I, I can get behind that, but I'm not going to ask anybody for help here. Uh, Proverbs 15, 22 has really challenged me in this area. It says, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, there is success. And if you look through the book of Proverbs, you'll see over and over, this is a common um, aspect of, of successful plans, is that uh, you, have, you get advice. You get input into your life. Uh, this has been a really rocky road for me to figure out how to make this work because I really just feel like I've got all the answers. I mean, I've gotten to this point with all these great ideas that I have. Uh, but what I've found is that as I um, take time to get uh, to get the input of others, to ask questions, that they raise those annoying questions that you go, well, I don't want to think about that. Well, if you don't think about the things that they're asking questions about, um, I miss all kinds of opportunities. And honestly, uh, I've noticed that my life has been able to go faster the more input that I get into my life because I've been able to see the things that I just don't want to see, that I'm ignorant to, uh, that I can't see about myself, and I've gotten a lot of help in that way. So, what does this look like for the summer? Well, like that picture, it might be just riding around uh, the campfire. You're having your marshmallows, and you say, "Hey, you know, I'm really thinking about this thing in our marriage. You know, what do, you, what do, you, what, do you, what do, have you gone through something like that?" It could be just honest conversations like that. Uh, but find out what other people have done in the areas that you're really thinking about and trying to figure out. Uh, see if there is any questions. Uh, that they would be asking if it was them in that situation. That's been a really, really helpful thing to me uh, to get a bigger perspective. Um, have a neutral heart. This is probably the hardest thing is because usually when there's something that's really serious in my life, I have my hands so closed tight around that thing because I want to ask for advice so I can see if there's anything that I need to know, but it's basically so that I can get my way. Sometimes the best advice people have given me is, that's not for you, you know, if they're a really good friend. That might be really hard if you don't really know them very much. But to have a neutral heart and say, you know what, I'm open to somebody saying that I'm wrong, that helps me grow faster and learn faster. And uh, the final thing is to accept feedback with joy, uh, knowing that these people truly are helping you. That is another attitude that has been very difficult for me to um, to develop, but over the years, I've seen how, man, I really, I, I get excited when people correct me on certain things because I know uh, that I'll be able to make the progress that I couldn't have made alone, and then this final one is going to seem maybe a little bit obvious, but it's to think things through. Now, again, these are not in any particular order. You really should probably think things through first, and then you ask for help, and then you take things to God, and then you think things through, and kind of, it's kind of a cycle. But in our culture, we, we sometimes don't really think things through. We don't sit down and really think about, well, what is it exactly, uh, that we're, that's actually on the table here? What's the decision that I need to make? Um, Proverbs 22, 3, um, is a definitely a good fire tower verse. It says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. And, um, a lot of times when I really just want what I want, I want the thing that I'm trying to make a decision on, and I might get some input, but I'm going to get the thing that I'm looking for. Um, this is a great verse because when I see danger, I'll go, oh, I'll figure it out. Or, um, yeah, it's not going to be that bad. Or that's not going to happen. Well, the wise person takes these things into account, takes the step back, sees the danger, and adjusts for it. I think this can also go into the fact that uh, a lot of times if we're not looking ahead, we're not looking for the dangers and things. We don't see those other little opportunities and stuff that pop up that really can be a blessing to our life. Uh, But we have to be watching. We have to be thinking. Another one is uh, Proverbs 24, 3. And it says, A home built by wisdom... Uh, and a uh, home is built by w- wisdom and becomes stronger through good sense. Sorry, some of these I've memorized in different languages or uh, different translations, and not, now I don't know where I am. But uh, but the point here is that um, the home becomes stronger with good sense. And honestly, when I first uh, started walking with God, I would not say that good sense was something that classified my life. Uh, but I've learned to develop just a real concern for being able to um, to think things through. And even take a little bit more time to be patient to really uh, to really think things through to get good sense, um, so what does this look like? Um, well, what is it that you 're actually looking to focus on so maybe it 's one of those things that you wrote down just a little bit ago. Uh, but it's things on your horizon, things that are coming up. You know that you have, uh, your work or something that you produce, your, uh, your family, your relationships, uh, friends, goals of yours, all these sorts of things. Well, write those down. Sometimes just getting it off your brain allows you to look at it and go, wow, that is a crazy idea. That is not for now. I'm too busy. All right. I, I that, that's probably not going to be part of my life. Uh, think things through to see, you know, what are the logical conclusions here? Uh, that might be your your point. You haven't really thought through, well, what would this look like if I actually got it? How would my life change? Uh, a big one is what commitments or uh, responsibilities do you already have? And if you went down this path, what would that cost to the other responsibilities and things you've committed to? Um, maybe that's the area where there's going to be kind of a rub where you realize, wow, man, that's not even possible because I really, this is really important and I've committed to it. So maybe that's what you need to think through, but taking time uh, to take a step back and get a broader perspective really does involve uh, some time, energy, thought. Um, I've heard uh, one mentor had described it to me as um, not to allow decision fatigue to make uh, to allow me to make a bad decision. And sometimes, like this process of really thinking things through and seeing danger. You get kind of tired and weary and you kind of like, well, I'm just going to make a decision. I'm just going to go in this direction. Well, I've done that plenty of times. And obviously uh, it costs you, it makes, uh, it ends up being the long way or, or something like that. So, uh, you know, like I said, this doesn't have to be done in this order. Uh, these could be things that you uh, you start with one and you kind of move to the other. But we need to keep all of these in uh, in mind. God really does use the other people in our lives to speak to us, to speak truth. And I'm very thankful for the friends that are around me that have uh, challenged me and asked me questions when I really didn't want uh, necessarily to be asked questions. It's shown me how valuable that is. Uh, and then God, always taking him into account and taking things to God, um, he he might show you a way uh, to get to your goal that's faster, or just a, a different goal that would be better. But we have this whole summer that's before us, right? We um, some of you are kind of the beginning of the summer. Some of you, your slower season is going to be at the end of the summer or whatever. But as it's coming uh, coming here, maybe this is where your your summer is going to going to revolve. You have a big trip planned. Uh, But taking just a morning out, just take a step back and say, this area has really been killing me. I've been stuck in this hamster wheel for too long, and this year is going to be the year that I do something different. Maybe it's time to take a step back and take a look at it. Maybe it's a morning that you have. Maybe it's a whole weekend that you need to take away and just focus on one thing. If that's a possibility for you, go for it. But what would this look like for you um, to make this a reality, to take a step back and get some perspective in the areas of your life? As you think through your plans, um, when can you make some time to just think, to really uh, think through things? Uh, if we can take some time to get better perspective, we can make better decisions. We can make changes. We can see the danger that's ahead of us and actually do something about it. Um, God really does offer this as a grace to us, that we can consider our ways and we can do something different about it. Uh, but if, if all we do is head off on vacation and check out the summer would be you know maybe that's a that's the great trip, maybe you have a great time, but you'll just hop back into the wheel so this morning, I hope this kind of challenged you to uh that if we if we really did this, we can make progress in areas of our life that maybe have been stagnant for years so um think through those things that you wrote down, think through kind of how you would get some time uh to uh to really think about them. And then um, I'm going to ask the band to actually come up as we think through kind of our next steps this morning. Um, These are pretty simple. I wanted to keep it pretty open. You'll see on your thing that they're completely empty, but we have a couple next steps that I I put together. Um, One is to set aside time to think. However that makes sense for you. Maybe that's, you know, again, just grabbing some time in the afternoon or something like that. But um, how would you get some time to think? Find out what God thinks about what I'm going through. Maybe you're asking somebody to say, hey, what have you learned from the Bible about uh, what this is? But find out what God says about the issue that you're going through. And then finally, find someone uh, who has been through the same thing and ask them about it. Get some input. Find out uh, find out what, um, what help you can get there. Um, well, as we wrap up, again, um, when we look at the summer ahead of us, um, Let's really use this opportunity as a, as a, as a chance to uh, get a tighter grip on our lives and really see all the things that God uh, can bring as we, as we do things His way. So let's pray and then we'll worship again. Dear God, uh, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the fact that you give us perspective that allows us to see clearly in the midst of a very confusing world, sometimes a very repetitive world where we do the same things over and over every day. God, I pray that you would help us each to take a step back, that you would speak to us, that you would um you would bring people around us that uh challenge us and ask us good questions, and that we really would make it a priority to think clearly and um and really act on what we're thinking on. God, I pray that this would be the best summer ever for all of us as we um as we do things different. Lord, we love you. Amen.